Onamo Narayanaya. Today we are starting a new chapter called About Making Acquaintance with the Woman and of the Efforts to Gain Her Over. Ancient authors are of the opinion that girls are not so easily seduced by employing female messengers as by the efforts of the man himself, but that the wives of others are more easily got at by the aid of female messengers than by the personal effects of the man. But Vatsayana, the author of the sutra, lays it down that whenever it is possible, a man should always act himself in these matters. And it is only when such is impractical or impossible that female messengers should be employed. As for the saying that women who act and talk boldly and freely are to be won by the personal effects of the man, and that women who do not possess those qualities are to be got at by female messengers, it is only a matter of talk. Now, when a man acts himself in the matter, he should first of all make the acquaintance of the woman he loves in the following manner. He should arrange to be seen by the woman either on a natural or special opportunity. A natural opportunity is when one of them goes to the house of the other, and a special opportunity is when they meet either at the house of a friend, or a caste fellow, or a minister, or a physician, as also on the occasion of marriage ceremonies, sacrifices, festivals, funerals, and garden parties. Whenever they do meet, the man should be careful to look at her in such a way as to cause the state of his mind to be known to her. He should pull about his mustache, make a sound with his nails, cause his own ornaments to trinkle, bite his lower lip, and make various other signs of that description. When she is looking at him, he should speak to his friends about her and other women, and should show to her his liberality and his appreciation of enjoyments. When sitting by the side of a female friend, he should yawn and twist his body, contract his eyebrows, speak very slowly as if he was weary, and listen to her indifferently. A conversation having two meanings should also be carried on with a child or some other person, apparently having regard to a third person, but really having reference to the woman he loves, and in this way his love should be made manifest under the pretext of referring to others rather than to herself. He should also make marks that have reference to her, on the earth with his nails or the stick, or should embrace a child in her presence and kiss it and give it the mixture of betel nuts and betel leaves with his tongue and press its chin with his fingers in a caressing way. All these done, excuse me, all these things should be done at the proper time and in the proper place. The man should fondle a child that may be sitting on her lap and give it something to play with and also take the same back again. Conversation with respect to the child may also be held with her, and in this manner he should gradually become well acquainted with her, and he should also make himself agreeable to her relations. Afterwards, this acquaintance should be made a pretext for visiting her house frequently, and on such occasions he should converse on the subject of love in her absence, but within her hearing. As his intimacy with her increases, he should place her in excuse me, place her charge some kind of deposit of trust, place in her charge some kind of deposit of trust, and take away from it a small portion at a time. Or he may give her some fragrant substances or betel nuts to be kept for him by her. After this, he should endeavor to make her well acquainted with his own wife.
and get them to carry on confidential conversations and to sit together in lonely places. In order to see her frequently, he should arrange so that the same goldsmith, the same jeweler, the same basket maker, the same dyer, the same washerman should be employed by the two families, and he should also pay her long visits openly under the pretense of being engaged with her on business. And one business should lead to another so as to keep up the intercourse between them. Whenever she wants anything, or is in need of money, or wishes to acquire skill in one of the arts, he should cause her to understand that he is willing and able to do anything she wants, to give her money, or teach her one of the arts, all these things being quite within his ability and power. In the same way, he should hold discussions with her in the company of other people, and they should talk of the doings and sayings of other persons, and examine different things, like jewelry, precious stones, etc. On such occasions, he should show her certain things with the values of which she may be unacquainted. And if she begins to dispute with him about these things or their value, he should not contradict her, but point out that he agrees with her in every way. Thus ends the ways of making the acquaintance of woman desired. We're actually going to pause here and continue this chapter in another video, because... The more I read this, the more it felt to me like a film noir movie. Like exactly drawn from an old film noir movie. With the guy with his mustache making all these weird overtures and, and being, oh, completely indifferent to her. And doing all this stuff. And, oh, I, I have some business for you. Oh, I have some more business for you. Oh, you know, you know, I really like her. I now know where all our film-worn movies came from, and all our modern notions of love must come from the Kama Sutra. They absolutely must. Or, or, this has been mistranslated, gravely mistranslated. And just because something is called a classic translation doesn't mean it's good. There is a movement now by many of us to decolonize Hinduism to take back the translations and to retranslate many of the old books that were translated by foreigners through their eyes. And things were changed way too much. And those changes have become orthodox when they shouldn't be. So, this may not be the source of all modern film noir movies, but may also be, uh, or it may actually be a mistranslation and what we're looking at here is Europeans talking about what they did and translating the book in context of what they are familiar with. And thus, it's this weird mix of Indian and, and um, 1800s British society that actually is being created here. And a century later would be pushed in movies. I mean, that makes actually more sense to me than saying that this book had such a profound influence on the world that for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years it is formulated in our view of love. I think it's a mistranslation. Because there's too much from the era that this was translated in that is questionable. So, that being said, your thoughts, comments, and all that down below. If you have any knowledge of different translations, better translations of the complete Kama Sutra, not just the edited ones with the photos, which are not translations. Those are new versions. Um, those are interpretations. Please drop them in the comments and anything else. 
And uh, thank you for watching. As always, we will continue this chapter in the next video. So, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.